Hello everybody, welcome to this Gateway House podcast, uh, you know, an, uh, another second podcast in our series uh, looking at the Iran deal and the various reactions coming across from uh, the rest of the world uh, as well as of course Iran. Uh, and joining us on this podcast all the way from Iran is Korush Ziyabari, who is a journalist uh, and a contributor to various publications including Gateway House. Um, he's a He's a talented journalist, young, uh, and he's constantly traveling and representing Iran's voice uh, to the rest of the world, including various media forums. So welcome, Korush. Uh, hi, Dev. Uh, nice to be with you. Well, happy to have you. Um, so, Thank of course, you. today is a historic day, uh, and I'm sure you're feeling it uh, even more so sitting in Iran. So tell us, uh, you know, what's the reaction uh, among the Iranian population? How, is the, how are the people reacting to this uh, monumental deal? Yeah, of course, uh, the deal that has been concluded today uh, is a very important, significant and historic deal. Uh, it has put an end to more than one decade of hostility and confrontation between Iran and the international community, namely the United States and its European allies. And, uh, well, it's uh, the breakthrough of Iranian administration under President Rouhani and with the uh, creativity of Foreign Minister Javad Zarif, who led the negotiations with the six world powers in a very smart and intelligent way. And he finally managed to uh, conclude this deal with the world powers. The removal of these sanctions uh, will make sure that Iranian people would be more well-off uh, they will have access to international markets. They they will have fewer problems for international traveling. They will have uh, better access to medicine, food and stuff, and everything. Iran's currency uh, will uh, revive and uh, its value will increase because uh, now Iran's currency is one of the most worthless currencies in the world. But now uh, we, we really hope that things will change for better and this historic and important deal will serve as a milestone for uh, Iran's further interactions and further collaboration with the international community. Except for a few uh, hardliners in the parliament or um, some people who find their interest in the prolongation of confrontation and conflict with the United States and the European Union, I'm confident that the majority of Iranian people are happy and we expect a great celebration tonight in the streets of uh, Tehran and other cities. And I'm really uh, hopeful that things will uh, change for better. And I'm really uh, grateful to President Rouhani and his uh, talented, smart Foreign Minister Jawad Zarif, who showed and demonstrated the art of diplomacy and proved that conflicts, even the most uh, uh, challenging conflicts uh, in, in the contemporary world can be solved through dialogue and negotiation. Well, uh, Kurush, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Zarif and Rouhani. But before we get there, uh, you know, you wrote an article for Gateway House where you talked about how um, there are conservatives in Iran or the Delvapas or apprehensives, you know, who, are, who are, have an interest in against the deal. You know, can you shed some light into uh, how uh, their reaction has been, I know it's only been 12 hours, but what's their reaction been so far and how do you expect them to uh, you know, play a role now in, in going forward? Yeah, up to now that I've been following the Iranian media and uh, the Iranian television, the news website, news agencies, newspapers and um, other outlets, I found out that uh, the conservatives and the hardliners are trying to keep a low profile and to 
uh, not to publicize their anger at the fact that the deal has been concluded. Um, they are trying to um, put more emphasis on the point that the people should not come to the streets to celebrate because it will signal Iran's excessive happiness at the conclusion of the final agreement and it will be something that will be considered a weak point for Iran's diplomacy. But I'm sure that the only thing they are sad and unhappy about is the happiness of the people. And um, so, um, I, I think that, uh, well, like the U.S. Congress that uh, has mandates to review the final comprehensive agreement, the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, JCPOA, um, like the U.S. Congress that is tasked with reviewing the deal uh, and consider uh, taking it into consideration for some 60 days and then uh, informing the administration uh, of whether the deal can be signed into a law. Um, Iranian parliament has also uh, mandated to review the deal and um, they are trying to imitate the role of the U.S. Congress and to demonstrate that if there are hardliners in the U.S. Congress who are opposed to any rapprochement and agreement with Iran, uh, similarly there, there are hardliners in Iran's parliament who are opposed uh, to any kind of agreement with the United States. And they are going to replicate the role uh, the U.S. Congress is going to play. So, um, but what, what percentage do they have in the parliament? What percentage or how powerful yeah. are they in the parliament? Yeah, unfortunately, the parliament right now is uh, dominated by the conservatives. Um, and I should say that, well, about 80% of the parliament is um, occupied. The, the parliament seats are occupied by the conservatives. However, uh, I'm sure that um, with the endorsement of the Supreme Leader, um, they will uh, try to uh, reduce or at least to, uh, to show that, to reduce their uh, hostility towards the deal um, and, um, and keep a lower pro profile and show that they uh, sympathize with the administration of President Rouhani, who has made this agreement after some 22 months of intense negotiations. Uh, tonight, um, uh, the Supreme Leader will be uh, hosting the members of uh, the administration, the, the cabinet of President Rouhani, and of course the President himself. And uh, I'm sure that in this um, meeting and this star ceremony, actually, um, he will be giving support to the deal and the agreement. And this is because he wants to maintain the balance uh, in the society to keep uh, to to uh, to uphold solidarity between the people because if at the moment he opposes the deal or if he explicitly says that I'm um, I have some objections about this agreement then uh, there would be a very uh, unfortunate social rift within the Iranian society and um, the parliament would uh, become more aggressive towards the government of President Rouhani and everything would be uh, destroyed. So I think that the Supreme Leader understands the sensitivity of the, this moment and the fact that um, the agreement has been produced through months of intense negotiations, months of hard work and um, so I believe that with his support and backing and endorsements um, finally uh, everything will go fine and uh, we will uh, see the implementation of the agreement uh, in the next few weeks or months.
uh, as stipulated by the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action. Yeah, great. So, so ultimately, it's the Supreme Leader's vote that will you you think will carry through the Parliament, even though you know, a majority of them are Conservatives. Um, yeah, that's what I believe. Yeah. So, um, you know, Rouhani was elected on a ma- on this very mandate that he's now succeeded in you know opening mm. Iran to the world. So how, how do you think this strengthens his position in the government and how, how do you think this will say about uh, you know, future governments in Iran? Will Iran go more towards uh, a moderate line? Well, um, on, on, um, unquestionably, um, if President Rouhani had failed in uh, sealing the nuclear deal with the six world powers, then his position would have been a weakened a great deal. Uh, he had promised to uh, bring this nuclear controversy to an end and to get an, a comprehensive agreement with the six world powers. It was his uh, pledge and his promise during the election campaign um, season. And so uh, he had promised to the nation that if I'm elected the president, I will um, resolve this nuclear conflict. And he finally uh, delivered his promise. And it, uh, it, will, it will strengthen his position uh, remarkably. Uh, of course, uh, it increases his chances for re- re- being re-elected in the next presidential elections. And um, I'm confident that uh, people will uh, have more confidence in his promises right now. Although he has been, uh, he has been some, somewhat unsuccessful in delivering some of his political and social promises. Uh, including uh, increasing the freedom of speech, freedom of media, uh, releasing the political prisoners. But um, we are happy that he has been able to fulfill his most important promise, uh, that uh, that was the bringing the nuclear conflict to an end and ending this unnecessary crisis. Uh, so, um, of course, it will um, increase his chances for being re-elected in the next elections. Um, in 2017, and um, I'm really sure, uh, I'm, I'm really uh, uh, assured and that uh, President Rouhani uh, has done a very tremendous job because um, some four or five years ago, we were in a position that every, everyone in the world was uh, talking to us in, in, a, in an atmosphere of antagonism uh, and uh, hostility and um, now we are seeing new horizons emerging for Iran, new chances for cooperation with the European Union, with the United States. Even the Supreme Leader hasn't ruled out the fact that after the successful conclusion of the nuclear deal, there will be opportunities for cooperation with the United States on other areas. He has, uh, he, he made this clear in one of his speeches a few weeks back that if the United States abides by its um, commitments, by the virtue of the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, then we will consider working with the United States on other areas. So, um, first of all, now we have a very brilliant chapter in Iran's foreign policy because of the chances and opportunities and horizons that have emerged for further cooperation with the world. And moreover, in terms of Iran's domestic policies, um, well, uh, President Rouhani has now uh, is now, well, I think, the most popular political figure in the country, uh, a, a national hero. Of course, his uh, foreign minister, Dawood Zarif, is also considered a national hero. 
but I think that he is now uh, the most likely um, candidate to win the next presidential election. Great. Well, on that note, I'll uh, end. We'll end this podcast. Uh, congratulations to your government and congratulations to the people. I hope uh, in the next couple of months there'll be tremendous relief and uh, improvement in lifestyle. Uh, and Kurush, we'll, we'll definitely be in touch and uh, I'm sure you, you'll be writing a piece for us soon and so our listeners can read that on the website. Of course. Uh, thank you very much for this opportunity and I'm really happy for my people because uh, they are going to experience some uh, remarkable uh, improvements in their daily life and uh, with the improvement of Iran's economy in the coming months and coming years, uh, people will uh, have the opportunity to breathe freely and without some impediments, uh, without suffocation. Thank you. Thanks, Kurush.